Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was only made possible by the Arts, Cultural, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric Brangett, and I will be your Master of Ceremonies for tonight's episode of Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Who do you think you are telling us what to do? I'm the motherfucking campus police. Well, I'm a motherfucking professor. Oh! <laughs> nice. Uh, Zach is going to, to take his little little stash that he keeps in his leather vest pocket, and he's going to try to plant it on somebody who looks like they're cool. Evelyn, you just, like, immediately can just sense that this person's hand is, like, waving behind you, trying to shove a baggie of bad things in your I... bag. I reach behind me and grab his hand. <laughs> like, what do you think you're doing? Two of us can keep the police officers busy while other ones, you know, go look for the murderer. I wonder if the murder weapon might be outside in the bushes. He goes, on me, now we're sweeping the outside. Go, go. So now there is substantially less cops uh, looking right now. My name is Leo Wasco, but the killer is probably still here. Do you know how easy it is to hide here? Yeah, I overheard you say that there were some secret passages. Zach's going to go up to the youngest box squad member. You know, I was just talking to Alexis, and she definitely thinks that you're super cool. So why don't you why don't you invite her to the next really cool box squad party? I'm sure she'd love that. Do you think that she will go to the box squad party? Oh. Is the body covered with like a blanket or something? It is, yes. Okay, so she lifts it up, and she takes the wine glass, and she's just like trying to drink as much as she can. <laughs> so you pop out, Zach. You have seen all of this transpire. Kane, you open up your door. You're in a very, very tiny office. Guys, got some tables <laughs> over here. Um, there's some papers. Ooh, a paperclip. You found hmm. a blue paperclip. Do you see what's on it? That the statue, the bust. Yeah. A lot of times in books, when people have secret passages, they like pull on a bust or they move a book, and the passage opens up. <laughs> that there's no possibility. This is real life. Evelyn, <laughs> your hand slips under the chin and you feel that it wiggles a bit. And if you push on it a bit more, the head literally pops up at the chin and there's just a button sitting where his neck should be. I press the button. Holy shit. And as I press the button, I am looking right at Kane, right into Kane's eyes. <laughs> and at that very moment, the bookshelf swings open yet again. And you're all looking at Zach and Dr. Egan. You guys, we found a secret oh. passage. You guys. I think we did too. Yes, I found out some information about this this room actually, painting room. This room is actually half the size of the dimensions that it should be. As uh, a part of a floorboard actually drags itself away, revealing stairs that lead under the room. Oh my god. Yay! And Iris runs to them. You guys solved my painting puzzle. You're coming into a room that is stark, but this unnatural blue and white light fills the room as when you finally peek up the stairs, what you see is this uh, rather large homemade setup of 30 monitors 
all around the room, and each of them seems to be giving a different feed from a different part of the mansion. It smells like sweat, like someone has been in here, and you actually do see a collection of small white Jabberwocky masks. So you're seeing what looks like a very bottom of the basement boiler room. Kane, you see a figure come into camera, and it's a large figure wearing a dark tuxedo and a white Jabberwocky mask, waves at the camera for a moment, and you see that he's dragging what looks to be a unconscious blonde male student. And as you get closer, you can see that, in fact, it is Leo. And as soon as he hears you approach, he whips up his head, and you see that he is bleeding from his head a little bit. He goes, no, no, please don't! Shut up! This figure with dark clothes and a Jabberwocky mask pops around the boiler. He slides his knife across Leo's neck so deep you can hear the bone and knife Oh my meat. god. I've saved you! Don't you see that I've saved you? You see that he's facing a master panel. He throws the knife, and with a thud and a crash and an explosion of light, all of the power in the entire mansion fades out. Chapter 5. Behind the Mask. The power has just gone out in the mansion. We hear frantic footsteps up a narrow stone passage as a breathless figure clad in a dark tuxedo and wearing a pale, emotionless mask stops to see if they are being pursued. Damn them! They think to themselves. How, how, how did they find me? I've taken all the precautions. No one should be able to detect me, no matter their... gifts. They open their buttoned shirt to ensure the sigil they carved into their abdomen was still intact. It was... Unless they found my room. Damn them! I can't go back now. He stops his ascent and looks out a small, stout window overlooking the back lawn of the mansion. There, as if by some divine gift or hellish punishment, the pale mask meets the gaze of a young woman with dark lipstick and clothes. He cracks the window open and sneaks out into the night. And welcome back to yes. Monster Hearts Undergrad, <laughs> a yeah. fantasy right. Fantasia yeah. podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? Just swell, man. So let's just do a quick road call. Uh, just remind our audience who we're all listening to for our players. Yeah, my name is Avery, and I am playing the Infernal Skin. My character's name is Kane Kaufman. And he's a first-year film student here at Oakhurst College. My name is Carla Jemmy, and I play Iris Greenwood, the face skin, and she is an undeclared at Oakhurst College. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I am playing Evelyn Reed Wilson, who is the witch skin, and she's majoring in history at Oakhurst College, and it works in the library. Hey there, I'm Zephyr, and this is the first time I'm saying this. I'm playing the Queen Skin. Uh, his name is Zach Wilder, and he is a member of a band, and he's not going to tell you his major because he hates it. Wait, you're not a music major? No, he's not. He's a business major. Oh, oh. He's a business yeah, right? Yeah. That's hilarious. That is funny. Okay. And my name is Kim Vab, and I am playing the Vampire Skin. My character's name is Dr. Elizabeth Egan, and she is a professor in the uh, Department of Biological Sciences. Specifically, she does uh, biochemistry, and yeah, and she is uh, and she is a British professor. Yeah. 
So those are our players. So let's, why don't we just jump into this? Cause you all kind of got stuck in a, a bit of a shitty situation last time. Yeah. If, can all, you know, memory serves you all well. So let's just jump, jump in and see what the hell happens. eh? Only good things happen in boiler rooms. So I'm looking forward to a nice <laughs> yes. vacation. Like a warm hug. I don't know. I've seen Titanic. <laughs> a that's, warm that's not true. hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really? You know, I challenge the listeners that if you post on this on whatever platform, please tell us a scene where something good happens in a boiler room. <laughs> I would love to know. So let's go to the boiler room. The boiler room plunges into darkness. And as soon as that happens, all of you, you really just become aware of how much ambient sound was in this boiler room when everything shuts down. Uh, super quiet now. You can hear the kind of cavernous echo of this room. As soon as that happens, you hear the group upstairs of uh, the ballroom attendees freaking out. Clearly the power has gone out all across the building. What do you do? Shit, guys. Guys, I don't like the dark. Hello? Hello? And I start reaching out for the nearest wall. Hold on, it'll be okay. <laughs> Evelyn is going to pull, uh, since it's dark, Evelyn's going to pull out a green scrunchie from her pocket. Mm -hmm. And she's going to hold it tight in her hands and really concentrate. And she is going to cast uh, one of her hexes, Binding. Oh, okay. And so why don't you explain to the audience what that is? The effect of Binding is that the person cannot physically harm others. So she is casting this and she is focusing on the person in the mask who just cut the power. Huh. Is that an instant thing or do you have to like actually take time? Because I would assume that you have to do something, right, Steph? It says I can either expend a sympathetic token during a secret ritual or meet the target's gaze and chant at them in tongues. Wonderful. So do you want dark. to spend a sympathetic token? That's what I'm doing. I'm using my sympathetic token. Hell yeah. And okay. then I roll dark. That's nine. It works, um, but I have to choose an effect. So I am going to choose that it has a weird side effect. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. So here's the weird side effect. So you hold your hand over um, the scrunchie. Are you trying to do this secretively or are you doing this obviously? I'm doing this secretively. Okay, because it's the dark, I'm going to give you that you just do it because it's really dark. So you can probably just take out that scrunchie and do whatever you have to do. Yeah, that's why um, she feels comfortable doing this. Exactly. Okay, so let's say that this weird side effect is it will start to disintegrate the scrunchie over time. Okay. Yes, it's, hmm. it's going to act like acid to the scrunchie. Okay. R.I.P. scrunchie. I know. <laughs> so I assume you're putting the scrunchie on your wrist? Uh, she had it in her pocket, so I'm going to put it back in my pocket. So it's going to be hard for you to tell how the scrunchie is eroding over time without being able to see it a lot. So I'm just going to let you know that, okay? Okay. So that has been done. Congratulations. First roll of the day. <laughs> nice. Right, everyone. You solved my puzzle. Binding okay, what's next? Puzzle. Okay, and so um, Elizabeth is, um, whenever she's in danger, she kind of becomes a little bit more animalistic. She's When she's mm. threatened, she kind of engages all of her senses. And so she's going to use her sense of smell and hearing, which are, are slightly better than normal humans' um, hearing and smell. And she's going to try to track this guy, see if she can find him. And because it's dark, she may even take the opportunity to attack him. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> nobody um... can see. So what we're going to do is let's do a 
Um, because you have these abilities, I'm just gonna say that when you go to smell, because mm -hmm. you know it's not like it's not like an ability that you turn off, basically. Right. So hearing is difficult just because of all the sound going on upstairs in terms Got of it. people panicking and, and things like that. So it's harder to focus on the details, mm -hmm. so the, the you know finer sound details. But smell, of course, that's your strength. Right. So in the basement, in this boiler room, you can smell that any living person is unfortunately not here anymore. But what you can smell is, of course, Leo's blood still dripping. And for everyone else, it might be this kind of small pitter, but for you, it's this massive, almost cascading echo throughout the boiler room mm -hmm. as you try to focus on the smell. Right. Kind of echoes in this <laughs> room. Echoey, yeah. And uh, it smells like AB negative. Mmm. Tasty. <laughs> That's the good <laughs> shit. <laughs> Look at Eric's, now, like... <laughs> world building here. He even has blood types for his like random NPCs. I love that. <laughs> he totally planned that. that... Oh yeah, oh. it's in my character sheet. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I imagine though, when the murderer slashed Leo's neck, the arterial spray would have gotten on the murderer too. So that's kind of why she's sniffing blood. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, no, that is a great assumption. So what I will say is you become familiar with Leo's blood scent. Okay. So she's going to move forward um, kind of in the direction that he was in. Um, cool. So you're basically going to move towards the body. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So you start to go towards the body. Uh, I'll say that you probably have a little bit of better time seeing that initial light to dark was probably a bit like, ooh, ah, but your eyes have already begun to adjust to by adjust. now. Okay. Yes. And does she see any kind of movement in the shadows or anything? Everything is completely still, except just the ever so slight twitch that Leo's fingers still have as he still continues to drip blood on the floor. All right. So that is Dr. Egan. Let's go to Iris. What are you doing right now? Uh, yeah, I got cool stuff too. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Get out that paperclip. She's getting, yep, yep. She's going to, uh, she's going to go, guys, who's around me? And she's going to fumble in her pocket and pull out the blue paperclip and hold it in front of her. Like, okay, yes. is anybody near me right now? Guys, it's really dark. And she's like feeling around to see if anybody's close to her. So people are pretty close to you. So if you're feeling around with just leading that paperclip, um, just kind of like waving it around to see what's no, up. No, no, the paperclip uh, Zach... paper is my weapon. I'm feeling around with my other hand for people. Oh, okay. It's okay. like your actual so... weapon. It's my, yeah, it's, it's, it's... <laughs> You guys Silly have killers weapons? beware. <laughs> so as you start feeling around, uh, you feel Zach's face Whoa. as you're like as your hands just start like touching Whoa. his mouth and his nose. Oh hey, double <laughs> <laughs> fun. Yeah. Oh thanks. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, can you get that? Uh, what is that out of my face? Oh uh, yeah, it's a it's a blue paper clip. I know you can't see because it's dark, but uh -huh. um, I picked it up upstairs. Oh that that's really cool. Uh, he, yep. Just if you could just move that three inches away from from oh, the mic. Sorry. Mic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh that's great. I pulled it open so it has a pointy end. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look for a weapon too. Uh, I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe there's a wrench around here or something. Okay, well, don't go too far. Are you just like feeling around uh, right now, Zach? Exactly. Like everything's dark. He's just gonna go on his hands and knees, like ripped jeans. His knees are gonna okay, get all dirty. Let's, <laughs> let's uh, let's see. I I want to turn this into a roll somehow. 
So let's do, um, roll a hold steady. So in a scary or tense situation, you roll with plus cold. Ooh. On a 10 and up, you keep your cool. So I'm basically going to use this to determine how cool of a weapon you find. Okay, uh, I got uh, 6 plus 3 is 9, plus 1 is 10. Oh boy, okay. So uh, in game, I guess that means that you're just like sweeping your hand all around, not not worried about getting, you know, like a nail or touching a rat, just kind of swinging and grabbing. And as you glide your hands on the ground, your hand actually glides across something metallic and you pick it up and you now have a crowbar. Oh, hell yeah. <gasps> nice. <laughs> and like, I'm talking like it's an old crowbar. Like it's like a rusty dark iron crowbar. Cool. Uh, he's gonna swing it around, just like you know. Oh, wait, you're gonna swing it, it around? Out. Yeah, oh he God. is. He's not okay. gonna swing it at Iris. Iris but... is right next to you. <laughs> yeah. I already have one arm. <laughs> so do I. And uh, you give it a swing, and it feels solid. Guys, that was so cool. If only anyone could see it. Oh well. Wait, did you find a paperclip too? Uh, kind of, but way awesomer. I think it's a fucking crowbar, dude. Whoa! Oh, I don't know what that is, but sure. Here, just just give it a touch. <laughs> it feels like cold, hard iron. It is the crowbar, right? I'm just making it sure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, everybody, just calm down. Everybody, stop swinging stuff. Everybody, just stop. One second, and he puts his hand to his chest over his necklace, and he just kind of like mentally is asking for some sort of guidance from uh, his friend. And I'd like to roll Ooh. gaze into the abyss. Heck yeah, please. All right. So, that's an 11. Oh my god. Okay. Shows me lucid. So you get to choose two of those. So you can either A, uh, the visions are lucid and detailed. B, the visions show you what you must do and you carry one forward doing it. Or C, uh, the visions cure you, removing a condition. Okay, uh, I'm going to choose the, the visions are lucid and detailed and the visions cure you removing a condition and uh i guess what i'm what i'm looking for is like where this guy is going yeah absolutely so as you close your eyes you know how you can kind of see those kind of lights dancing in your eyes when you close them as you do that they start to take a bit of a humanoid shape with what you swear are these just delicate red eyes and you hear hello game hey buddy I uh, I need some help here. My, my pals, we, we just need some help finding this guy before worse things happen. Yes. I require something in return. I should also be using my voice. What is it? There's silence for a little bit, and he says, Bring me more. And you instantly get, like, a vision of you kissing Zelda in the home theater. And it kind of, that, that vision kind of disappears. And he goes, I will give you all you seek. Bring me more. And as soon as he says that, you just get struck with this like vision, like your head gets thrown back and everyone, you're in the dark, you don't see this, but you almost hear Kane like throwing his head back and like tensing up for a second and making just like a little um, uh -huh. uh, sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> and you, you see yourself looking at Bull Steel and he's about to arrest you and you say, come see the secret room 
it will explain everything. Okay. And then you get another brief vision of lightning. It's a quick burst of lightning. And what you see are statues of unicorns kind of in rearing up mode, flanking what looks to be some sort of outside garden. Oh. And the vision goes away. And you feel like you've just like a little bit of pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kane, are you okay? are you okay, Kane? Yeah, good thing it's dark. Um <laughs> I know where we, I know where we gotta go. I know how we can get out of this. Okay, where do we have to go? In terms of this exact room, I'm not sh who's slow clapping? You just hear a slow clap <laughs> coming from the stairs that you took down into this room. Though you hear the clapping, you do not hear footsteps. It's almost like whoever's going down these steps is kind of hovering on the steps. But the clap is getting closer. Iris um, turns her paper clip towards the sound. Zach is going to uh, pull out the lighter that he totally stole from Travis uh, and yes. light that. Evelyn's pulling out her scrunchie. <laughs> like, so like, do you have it like ready to like fling? Like, is it like held out like a like a thing that you like shoot your scrunchie at people? She's, yeah, like... she's got it in her hands and it's like ready. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so as you all kind of take this power pose, this very threatening power pose, the the light of the lighter just cascades around you enough that you see the tails of a long midnight blue suit as the elderly gentleman that you have met all throughout the night comes into focus, stops a slow clap and goes, Oh my God, you just keep finding yourselves in deeper shit, don't you? Oh, it's you. Whew. Okay, man. Like, I think we need, like, an explanation. What the fuck is going on here, man? Uh, how do you know, like, all about us? We don't even know each other. Who, who, what, what's your name? Listen, there will be time for me to explain all of that. But I think you have more pressing matters right now. Don't you agree? And he waves his hand and a ball of light appears just enough that you can see Leo's face. His kind of, you know hollowed face oh, against God. the boiler and he waves his hand and it goes away. He goes, I'm sorry, Aww. but uh, I had to show yeah, you Yeah, we saw it the first time. That wasn't really necessary. Yeah, really not cool, dude. Well, I'm just I'm just setting the stakes, you know? Well, based on this um, conversation, it sounds like the killer's not even in here anymore. It, no, he's not, but he's in this mansion and I need you to figure this out. Listen, need, you are all very important. There's a reason why you're all here. I know that you're confused. I know that this is confusing, but you need to trust me. It, I chose you for reasons. It's in your blood. Well, not strictly speaking. And he kind of gives Dr. Egan like a wink. Well, if you know he's in the building, can't you just tell us where he is? That's right. You seem to know a lot about the situation. If I did it, it would defeat the purpose of me bringing you here. All will be explained, and what? I know that you can do this. Here's, here, here. Do, do, do not. Hey, 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 I, I didn't call you guys names, okay? <laughs> he says, like, a little bit defensively, and, and he goes, he goes, okay, fine. Here, I, I, I've come bringing gifts, and he waves his hand, and what you see materialize in front of you is an old, rickety lantern that glows blue. Like this this kind of gentle light blue light is just kind of gentle. Like think of the light of that comes off the prophecies in Harry Potter. Just that nice kind of swirling okay. blue light. And he says, this lantern will give you light in the darkness. Oh, and thank it will God. give no others light in the darkness. 
<laughs> okay. That's awesome. Wait, like metaphorically uh, or like literally? Or both. It will give you like metaphorically and literally, but it won't give them like literally. Well, okay, that could be very helpful. Thank you. He, he honestly just shakes his head and goes, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he goes, please don't screw this up. I will be seeing you shortly. Please don't screw this up and die. That would really ruin this whole thing. We might die? And he just walks away into the darkness we and starts wrestling. Wait, wait, we might die? And disappears into the darkness. Ugh, I don't want to die. You see the lantern is just kind of gently hovering in front of you, just by itself, just swaying from side to side. Elizabeth reaches out and grabs it. Yeah, you go to reach out and grab it, and it kind of like backs away from you, like it doesn't want to be touched. Oh, damn. <laughs> this lantern is our leader. We are all we, its subordinates. Can we name it? Wait, what? What? Can we name it? Larry. <laughs> Aw, I like that. Look at this Larry the lantern. Next to it. <laughs> well, name it George. Let's uh, now. No, we go? I no, Larry's I, I don't know. the alliteration. Like, yeah, exactly the alliteration. Yes. Yeah. Good job, Kane. You say Larry, and um, instead of swaying, it starts to kind of like twist back and forth, like it dances. It's happy. What? I think it loves Larry. Okay, like, guys, do we have to actually, like, solve the murder? Because, like, I met some real douchebags who I think would really, really be great in jail, you know? I think we actually have to find the murderer for Leo's sake. We can't take the chance of anyone okay. else dying. Um, but now, how are we going to do this? I think we have to use this lantern to go find the murderer. Or, I mean, if it's floating to... there, could it just lead us to it? We could ask it. Um, uh... Larry? It doesn't have a face, but it turns to a side that you assume <laughs> is its face. And, and, and Elizabeth kind of looks at everyone like, oh, okay, all right, I'll, I'll play along. Um, and she says, Larry, lead, lead, us, lead us to the murderer. It stays still. <sighs> okay. Well, guys, he said that he's in the building, so what if we just split up? And, and search the building. Oh, I have a better Splitting idea. Splitting up is never a good idea. <laughs> Why don't we go up to the, the monitor room and see if we can find him that way? Also, we can get the cops on our side, though. Why? You think yeah, so? Yeah, because I'm How... sure they'll they'll really love to see that we know where a murder happened. That's great. Yeah, news. that's just going to make us all suspects. No, guys, I, I received a vision, and I know that's uh, like kind of like Wait, my what? thing now. I just re receive visions. like It seems to happen a lot. But I received a helpful vision, let's add that adjective, that if we show this cop where the monitor room is, he will be on our side, and then we'll have more numbers, us against the one guy, the one murder, or more, no, more? Do we think there's more? However many uh, murders. I'm pretty sure there's more, dude. You saw, like, those, uh, uh, shit, uh, uh, drama dude masks? Like, why would you need more than one disguise if they're all in a pile? That's gotta be, like, I don't know, You're five right. people? Oh. Four people? You're right, all the more reason to get more numbers then. I promise you guys this can work. Okay. My friend has, my friend has never let me down. Well, we just you're met sure? you. How do we know that you're not on the side of the murderer? Ask, yeah. uh, ask, I'll do anything. Just think of something to prove it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. I have no Take shame. Take off your shirt. Take off your shirt. Done. And he, really, he lifts off his shirt. He throws it to you, Iris. Next. <laughs> she just stares and smiles. Yep. The pants too? Yes. No, yes. No, no, no. That, no, no. that won't be quite necessary. Right. Quite right. Um, no, Larry the lantern gets really close. Larry the lantern gets really close. To Kane? Pretty hot, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I try to hold Larry. 
Hey, buddy. Yeah, Larry lets you... Yeah, like, Larry's kind of, like, slowly, like, grazing against your abs and distracted, and you just kind of grab it, and, and <laughs> yeah. it, it, does, it doesn't resist. Iris is jealous yeah. of Larry. <laughs> Great to get acquainted, Larry. And I just kind of, like, <laughs> rub him against other body parts as well, just like, I am king. Oh, the light grows and shrinks in excitement. <laughs> okay, um, uh, he's anyway. going <laughs> to grab uh, the um, shirt from so... Iris and throw it at <laughs> Gang. Okay. Yeah, roll for sex move. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck hell no. Um, if, does this mean anything to you guys as well? That wasn't the only thing I saw in my vision. The other part of my vision was that I saw these these statues on campus of these unicorns and they were reared up on their back legs and th they seem to be outside of this outdoor garden. Does that ring a bell with anyone? <gasps> Dr. Egan, do you have an idea? It doesn't seem familiar to me. Eric, does it seem familiar to you? <laughs> that is a great question. Let's, let's have you roll. Let's say roll hold steady, so plus cold, only because the situation is distracting. Uh, I, you're going to try to recall this information. Okay. Mm. <laughs> well, mm, that's a four. So. <laughs> okay. So absolutely not. That, that does not sound anything like you've yeah. ever heard of in your entire life. You don't even yeah. know what a unicorn yeah. is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, guys, we've been like talking for two minutes and I'm getting a little bored. Can we just do something? I think we should talk to the police first. Okay. As if on cue, you hear the door open upstairs and you hear the, you hear Bull Steel go, search the perimeter! And you're just like, hop, 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 as the cops like all come in and start like, you know, um, calming down. And the voices kind of start to quiet down a little bit. There's still chaos upstairs though. Iris Evelyn runs to just... Kane and said, we need to hide you. He's gonna think that you did it. And then Kane puts his hand on Iris's shoulder. He's like, no, I got this. Don't worry. What? Trust me. And I look directly into your eyes and like, try to like, kind of blink twice with my head cocked to the side. A little bit of a duck face. Trust me. You're sure about this, Kane? Your friends yeah, never let you down him. before? <laughs> yeah, let's trust him. I think we should, guys, I think we should trust him. Are you sure about this? I'm positive, guys. Okay, we're just going to be hiding behind this furnace here. Uh, if you just want to, like, talk to Zach, Steel. Oh, Zach, if things go wrong, just whack him over the head, and then we'll just kind of get the heck out of here. Whack oh. a cop over the head with a crowbar. Okay. We could say he did it. And I point to Leo. <laughs> really? No, I'm sorry. He knew Karabba no, Gra, man, so, like... <laughs> Totally That's believable. It's <laughs> all lining up. That's on brand for him, you know? <laughs> Blast my improvs coming to bite me in the ass. <laughs> all right, well, let's just talk to this officer. Well, I, well, what if some of us go to the monitor and some of us talk to the officer? I'm staying with Kane. I'll go up to the monitor room. <laughs> I'll go to the monitor room, too. I'll, all right. I'll hide and, and smack him over the head if things get real. No, oh, no, yes, I got a high five here. Okay, so, <laughs> so then, okay, let me, so just just for the audience here. So, okay, so we're going to do, we're going to do Egan and Evelyn and Zach. Do you want to go with them or do you want to go with the other group? I'll stay with Iris and King. Okay, so we have uh, Egan and Evelyn and then Iris, King. <laughs> what could go wrong? Zach. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. So let's, uh, so you, you're all gonna go up together. So you all make your way up those metal stairs into the basement. Um, the basement, everyone is gone from the basement. You also know the CCTV, the CCTV cams down there. So, you know, as you pass the rooms, you don't see anyone as Larry the Lantern lights up 
most of the things in your way. And you finally go up, uh, you're at the stairs that will bring you up to the main floor. So how would you like, do you want to all go up at the same time or do you want to split up here? What's the plan? Where's the monitor room? Is that on the first floor or is that yeah, on the first floor piece? in the painting okay. room? You got to go back to the painting room. Gotcha. Gotcha. I turn to Evelyn and I say, what's your name? Oh yeah. Evelyn. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we still haven't met each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought you we guys in a fucking bathroom, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? We all had a moment. I, I, I'm sorry. My name's Evelyn. Evelyn Reed Evelyn. Wilson. Yes, Evelyn, you come with me. Let's go up to the monitor room and we'll see if we can find the murderer. Okay. You guys can be our eyes in the skies. Okay, so because um, because Dr. Egan, you are a vampire, obviously, yes. your eyesight is better than most. So yes. as long as you lead Evelyn through the dark, um, you're going to be able to see much better than anyone else will be able to see. Okay. Now, Eric. Yes. Uh, are the lights out in the entire school? The entire school? No. Just just this mansion. Okay. So, uh, Egan and Evelyn, as you make your way upstairs, you see that uh, Sergeant Bullsteel and a few of his other officers, there's three other ones, have started to scatter around this room and are kind of calming groups of people and kind of corralling them uh, together against the wall to do a head count. So I assume you want to get by them? Yes. Yes. Uh, roll volatile. We're gonna try to run away. Oh no. Okay. okay. Uh -oh. That would be a three. Oh my god, you're gonna level up so good. I am one away from leveling up, <laughs> yep. So Kim, you don't get the option for this, but Steph, you nope. get a few options. Okay. You get to A, uh, so you get away, but you have to choose one, you cause a big scene, two, you run directly into something worse, or three, the scariest person there gets a string on you. Is there a fourth option that's not as scary? <laughs> there is not, unfortunately. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to go with I get away but cause a big scene. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so here's what happens. So you and Dr. Egan start walking. And Dr. Egan, um, as you're leading uh, the, the, the kind of group there, the group of two, you uh, you hear Bull Steel in in the back go, hey wait wait I think I see something moving over there and you turn around for a second to acknowledge that Bull Steel is in fact kind of shining the light towards you and you turn around and you run directly into a massive suit of armor and this suit of armor <laughs> topples to the ground and and just cascades all across the floor in a like in a thud so loud that the three of you downstairs just hear like. It's just a fucking mess. Um, this suit of armor, like, literally weighed, like, 200 pounds. Um, with, like, the stand and all. Like, just all of it out. And then, like, it fell into, like, a candle, and that fell in. It was just this, uh, it was oh a mess. God. Big domino effect, yeah. Just a big old domino effect. And, and you, and, like, all the cop lights flash upon you. And, Evelyn, you manage, just in the panic, to sneak out and run down towards the painting. Unfortunately, Egan, you go to turn around and a cop literally jumps from, you didn't see one. He was up on the stairs and he jumped off the stairs down like from oh the, the, the floor above you and landed on you. It was like, get out of the ground! Oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> so am I pinned to the ground now? You are, you are pinned to the ground right now by the campus police. Oh um, no. So that's where we're going to leave both of you. Okay. Uh, our other three. So you just heard this massive 
boom sound, this rattle all across the floor, and you heard the cops uh, scream, and you actually saw like all their lights kind of moving around. So what do the three of you do? Uh, uh should we hide? No, I need to get right to Mr. Bull, Bull Steel. Steel, Mr. Steel. Mr. I gotta get Steel right Bull. to him. Yeah. This will, this will, thank you, Steel Bull. This will, this will clear it all up. I swear. I'm sure, I'm sure they're fine up there. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, get out of the crowd! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach's gonna put his uh, crowbar, like the, the the hooky side, into his leather vest pocket on the inside <laughs> and just try to conceal it. Oh yeah. So it's it's like sticking out something fierce, but like you know it's dark enough. Cool. Like, yeah. He's also gonna try to put his weed in Iris's pocket. <gasps> okay, I'm gonna have you roll hold steady, please. Oh, <laughs> Why? It's a six. Oh boy. So you go to slip your weed in Iris's pocket, and Iris, you just feel like a fucking sweaty, gangly hand enter your pocket as you just smell like some danky fucking dope. She jumps and like moves towards Kane. She's like, oh, oh my, oh, oh, I'm. Did you need something? Oh, in my sorry. Uh, I think you dropped this. Uh, if if you just want to like stick it in your pocket, I totally won't tell it if you you won't tell. That's mine. You, see Here, a big bag you know what? Here, Zach, I'll take it. Oh, dude, thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? no problem. We should totally smoke up one time. Uh, I don't smoke. What? Oh, well, okay, sure. If you, I mean, sure. Here, just take the weed. But I'd be down to hang out. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And then as soon as I take it, I throw it in a random direction as far as it can oh, go. Oh, dude, what the? <gasps> yeah, it just goes oh down God. the hallway and slides into the darkness outside of Larry's light. Oh, man. Zach, it's going to go to follow his weed. <laughs> you got to follow your heart sometimes, you guys. <laughs> so Zach runs into the darkness and chases the weed. Oh, God damn. Oh, what? my God. What was that? That was like the dankest kush you've ever seen, man. <laughs> is okay. that like is that like candy it's it's like a flower that's dried and when you smoke it good things happen oh i love flowers okay anyway so we're trying to find this police officer okay you know what zach i have a, I, I have another idea C can i see the weed uh, if i can find it i i actually help zach find the weed for a sec <laughs> you find it it's hey. yeah 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 i'll just let you find it okay can we all agree not to waste good stuff Sure. No problem. Okay. May I see the weed? No. You know what? It's gonna stay right in my pocket. Okay, fine. <laughs> let's go. Let's go find Mr. Bullsteel. So, uh, all three of you go upstairs, and you see that Egan is right now. There's like three cops on her, and they're like, "Why are you trying to sneak past us? That, that this expensive oh suit God. of armor, you ruined it! Whoa, whoa! Please show our identification!" Guys. And you just like, guys, guys, I'm the one. You should be talking to not that very nice lady. <laughs> yes, I, I'm so sorry. I, I got lost. I was everything went dark, and I, I didn't know where I was going. Egan, I want you to roll manipulate an NPC. Yeah. Okay. So finally, I get a twelve. Ooh, oh, nice. great. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I don't even say that. Like, you need to give them a bribe. Like, they're you. You explain that really sincerely, and they were like, oh, 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 I. I Shit! And they kind of got <laughs> kind up, of... and they're like, "Oh, I'm so, ma'am, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Tensions just really high here." So I'm going like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I did my first day on the job." And then, um, behind you, Kane, you swear you hear, and you feel this like fuck? hot shot of breath behind you, and you hear the voice of Bull Steel go, "What do you need to show us?" Oh my God, <clears throat> Mr. Bull Steel, I have found. 
a secret monitor room that the murderer was using to watch everyone in the mansion and to plan this murder. And it was not me, I swear. Look, we even found his stash of weed. Look, Zach, show him the weed that we found. Uh, we didn't find any weed, sir. Uh, I would never... No, we... I, nope, <laughs> I swear nope. we found the murderer's weed. It's, uh, no, it's I, in your I don't pocket. Think that, show him that, to no, that, that, that It's like a big thing. This guy's going to go away for at least an extra five years. Nope. <laughs> show me the weed! <laughs> his voice, like, booms and, like, you swear it, like, cracks a glass near you. It just, oh like, shatters <laughs> upon his voice booming. Uh, I think we left it in the boiler room because we didn't want to touch any evidence. No, it's in your pocket. It's silly. God, oh, oh, right, that but uh, bag of evidence. Uh, here it is, officer. He grabs it from your hand and like it's like a sizable sandwich bag in your hand. Exactly. <laughs> um, when he grabs it, it looks like 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 a really tiny bag that you put oh your tiny God. in. His hands are just that big, and he examines it and he just like puts it in his hand and goes very well. Show me the secret room. And he gets really close to you, Kane, and he goes, no. And his, like, hot breath just blows in your face. It's like looking into an oven. Um, it's this way. <laughs> <laughs> you, come with me! And he, he, like, snaps at a guard to, like, bring Dr. Egan along. So as you're all heading to the secret room, let's jump back to Evelyn. Evelyn. As you have run away, uh, you did choose the giving up the string. So basically what that means is now Bull Steel has a string on you because he assumes that you're, you know, doing something shady. Okay. So as you get uh, to the secret room, um, you hear the cops still, or you hear the campus police still kind of going off on Dr. Egan, but you've now made it into the room and you're back at that CCTV room and it looks a lot like you left. Is there anything that you want to do while you're in here alone? I just want to take a look at the monitors and see if I notice anything that might help us out. And also check to see what the whole situation is with everyone and how they're handling hmm. the officers and their plan <laughs> yeah absolutely so because there's a slight delay you're looking at the cctv cam and you see on the uh the main camera that is the the kind of main foyer you see uh, on your end that it's you two just knocking over the suit of armor and you just running so as you're surveying all these screens right you see some bedrooms you see a few more studies there's what looks to be some sort of ballroom uh, a few more conference rooms little butler quarters things like that offices and you know things like that and as you're looking you actually notice that from this big monitor wall there seems to be one tiny screen at the very top almost getting blocked by a bunch of things and what you can see are statues and shrubs but open sky on it and when you okay. get closer you see that it says rooftop okay perfect and the room with the cameras mm -hmm. is that the room where we saw all the masks and everything in it it is Okay, I want to go over to those, and I want to try to take a look at them and see if I find anything in the pile of masks and uh, pieces of clothing or whatever was there. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as as you're kind of combing through, because there's kind of like, you know, there there's a pile of stuff, but there's also, you know, some some like, like not, now that you're really looking and you're not really interested with the cameras as much, um, there are some little cabinets and little like chests and stuff. And, and you find uh, some masks, you find some knives, you find a few tuxedo bow ties in there. And uh, you do see this little chest and you open up the chest. And what you see in this chest is a journal. 
sitting all by itself at the bottom of the chest. Okay, I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> it is a small red leather bound journal that uh, the sides look to be almost, you know, the whole spine looks to be falling apart a little bit. And you open it up and you see that it's uh, filled with old parchment. And it's written with numbers. There's some sort of number series that cover Ooh. most of it. So it's like a code. It, yes, that, that's code? what it looks like. Okay. I am going to try to put that journal in my, my bag, my purse or whatever I have with me. Absolutely. So as soon as you stuff it in the purse, you hear the sound of many footsteps heading towards you. And you hear, all right, what? Is it in here? And sure enough, coming through, you see, you can see the light of Larry lighting the way. Uh, but you also see the cop flashlights as the campus police come to look at the room. And they see that there, you kind of see them creep under because you kind of had to duck in to see it. And you see their flashlights sticking out. And now all of you are in that painting room transition. So uh, Kane, Bullsteel looks at you and goes, you wouldn't be lying. It's right through here. Yeah. That's right, and I'm sure if I was lying, you would just snap me in half like a toothpick because you are a freakishly large man. I've done more for less. Right. So it it's this way. <laughs> yeah, so he gets through, and Steph, from your perspective, the room is now filled, and Bull Steel just looks at you with his cold eyes and says, Who are you? What are you doing here? It's a crime scene. She's our friend. She's with us. She helped find the room. I'm with them. I was monitoring the the room, waiting for you guys to get here. Did you find anything we should know about? I thought I saw something up on the roof. On the cameras, I thought I saw someone go by. You heard him. Go check the roof. And uh, they all turn around and they run up and they clear out. Elizabeth uh, walks over to Evelyn and, says, and kind of quietly says, What did you find? We found out that Kane's a dick. Hey, man, if he found that on you, do you want to find out what he would have done to you? No, okay, I don't. Can, I'm sure we could have talked our way out of it. Like, you know. Or or if he found it on Iris, like you tried to plant it on her. Not cool, man. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about with that. Wait, what are you talking about? Yes. Yeah, there, there was He nothing. tried to put flowers on me. Yeah, I thought, you know, a pretty lady <laughs> really? needs some flowers. Zach? Like, that's no. such an innocent thing to do. Always. Oh my god, Zach. Okay, yes, I was trying- yeah, I, I get it, I'm a dick. Dick move, Zach. Okay, we all know. Okay, so let's move on uh, to a non-dick move. Uh, finding a murderer and solving a case. Holy shit, Zach, yes. there you are! Dude! And you just hear, tra like, Travis burst in the room, he's like, I followed <laughs> the smell of that danky doodle shit, man, it was so good! Oh my but god, dude, I have some really bad news for you, Trav. What? That, that fucking dickhead officer, he's got all the weed, man. Oh yeah, the smell in this room is growing weaker by the second. I can smell it. But more important matters, bro. Alexis, we don't know where she is. Wait, what? What do you mean? Well, we were outside and, and, and we just, you know, we wanted to check out the back. It was kind of a creepy building, right? So we gave it the once over, just walking around and, and, and we had to go to the bathroom. So, you know, I ran behind a dumpster to take a piss and we came back and Alexis was gone. And where was Brian during all this? Well, he was in the back making an origami. It was God a, damn a very it, intricate Brian. origami. Oh my God. He, he's trying this new thing with like a double crane. Whoa. It's really impressive. <laughs> That's but actually still. pretty cool, yeah. Um, I, I, I know, but there's no Alexis! Oh my God, you guys, you guys, you think we could save my friend? Is Alexis your lover? No, she's like my my bandmate. Like, I mean, like, I wouldn't call her like my girlfriend or anything if you, if you wanted to get like specific, but I mean, you know, she's, she's cool. She's really chill, you guys. Elizabeth turns to, to Evelyn and says, 
Did you see something up the, on the roof? It looks like what Kane described. There were statues and there were bushes and garden, whatever. Okay, Trav, can you uh, point us in the right direction? Like, we gotta go save Alexis, right? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. If, if, if there are shrubs and plants, I can help. How? Um, you'll see. <laughs> wait, oh what? Okay, wait, like, full disclosure, you can see weird shit, he turns to Kane. <laughs> I don't know what you do, he turns to Dr. Egan, but, like, you know... He gives her a wink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does everyone here, like, is everyone here part of, like, a, a cool mutant team like the X-Men on TV? Wait, what? You know, like, that, that cartoon show? On, what? Wait, X-Men? Dude, are you high? Because, like, you give me some. Oh, I wish, man. I like, that cartoons. was literally all the weed. We've got three joints left. Okay, I'm gonna go find Brian because I'm pretty sure he's still making the origami. I didn't even tell him Alexis was missing. He's just that useless. Oh my so god! So I'm gonna go get Brian, and then and then maybe 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 we'll go circle around. But I mean, clearly you got your. He like looks at the group and goes, "Friend, uh, I don't. I'm Travis, Aww. by the way. Hi, nice to meet you." Hi, and he looks Hi. at you again and he nice goes, "God you. damn, you are just smoking." She glares at Travis, and then she says, "No, this." And she gestures to her body. He's not <laughs> for you. Anyways, okay, I gotta go. Bye! And he just runs out of the mansion. So wait, Zach, is is where Alexis was the same place on the roof, or is it somewhere else? I want to help find her. Uh, is it? You do not know. Oh, fuck. Okay, um, I think we should just follow Trav, you know? Like, he's gonna go to Brian. Brian is where she was last seen. That's probably, like, you know, the best thing we're gonna get. What about the roof? Oh, fuck, the roof. Uh, we can yes. split up again. Let's split up oh. again. <laughs> Guys, what if what if what if Alexis is with the murderer? I hope not. Obviously, I, I mean but, that's like, always a possibility. What does she look like? Picture like the epitome of beauty. You know, like long, straight black hair, uh, pale straight skin, hair. a little little overdone on the eyeshadow. But you know what? It kind of works for. Her. Okay, well uh, cool. that's helpful. Um, should we split up? Half go with Travis and half go up to the roof. Okay, uh, I'll I'll go up the roof. Wait, no, with Travis. I'll I go mean, up to the I, roof. I'm gonna go talk to the plants, and she grabs Kane's hand. I'll go okay. to the roof as well. Okay. I'll go. Um, Zach, do you mind if I join? Yeah, you? come on, I, let's go. We want to make sure your friends okay. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> should, we, should we meet back outside the front of the mansion, maybe? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale will return after a brief word from our sponsors. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. And now, back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Zach and Evelyn peel off right away to catch him. So they okay. just peel off and you guys run out of the mansion to catch up with Travis. Our next three, you head up to the uh, the roof, the balcony. 
So you go up the, the three flights of stairs. There are two hallways at the very top. There is one where the bathroom is and where Kane went. Ah, familiar territory. Bathroom with the chute, yeah. Yeah, the bathroom with the chute and, and, and that hallway. And there is a, a small little door on the opposite side that you see. And that, you just see a little sign that says upper balcony. That's our mark. Irish, rest, she rushes, <laughs> rushes to it and opens the door and starts running up. Yeah, so as soon as you open the door, you actually run into the cops and they look at you and they go, whoa, 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 whoa. And both oh. looking at you going, where are you going? Excuse me. Oh, um, I was just going to look at the plants. Well, I and suppose it's harmless. No one's up there. We checked. I mean, it's a romantic spot and she like grabs Kane's hand. Hurry, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Egan, as I start to get full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he stares at you, Dr. Regan, too, and he's like, romantic, huh? She's our chaperone. Uh, well, she doesn't have to be. I mean, no, she doesn't, yeah, but, but That's know. what they all say. It's uh, They're always their chaperone. He does in finger quotations. <laughs> okay, let's go. We got a killer to find. And the cops just burst by, and the campus police run, run down the stairs and start spreading out. They said there was nothing okay. up here that doesn't make sense. Maybe nothing they can see. Maybe we can see it. So let's go. Okay. Be careful. Cool. So Larry the Lantern's gonna follow you up. And as you walk up the creakety <laughs> stairs and you get to this very simple door and you open up this very simple metal handle, you open up to the open sky and you are on a rooftop garden terrace. And what you see are kind of surrounding the perimeter and throughout are these hedges carved Edward Scissorhands style, like a bunch of different animals and eccentric shapes and stuff. And of course, in the center are these two big rearing unicorn statues that kind of seem to overlook most of the terrace. And other than that, that's kind of what you see so far as soon as you open it up. Before we go any further though, we're gonna jump back to our other group. So, Zach and Evelyn, you have now arrived at Travis and Brian. Uh, they're actually all the way around. They've wrapped behind the building. Okay, uh, where was she last seen, Trav? Oh, uh, well, we, 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 it was right here. We, we, we were walking and I said, I'm going to take a piss. And Brian was sitting under that lamppost over there. And there's like a lamppost probably about 10 feet away. Working on, oh, by the way, here you go. And he shows you like the double crane. It's really impressive. Whoa. Like it's, it's two different color heads and everything. It's amazing. Dude, Evelyn, wow. have you ever seen anything so cool? Like, shit. That is amazing. Oh. Brian looks at you, Evelyn, and goes, uh, well, you know, I, I, I do make a pretty wicked bear too, so. Um, Nice. Uh, Brian, we got a fucking murderer to catch, uh, and it might be oh, Alexis. Yeah. Not not Alexis, the murderer, but the victim. Uh, so, like, uh, did you see anything? Well, uh, I, I didn't, I, I didn't see anything. No, but um, did you hear I did anything? Hear something? Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, why don't you just tell us what you heard, buddy? I heard a wood crack and um, something fall to the ground. Okay. Uh, somewhere around here. Okay, and at what point did you decide to look up like the logical being that you are? <laughs> three, three, four minutes. I was working on the beak, oh and like, it needs God. a lot of. The beak requires a lot of attention. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Okay. But I mean, like, look at it. And, like, the beak even, like, moves, like, the mouth opens. Oh, dude, like, that is so fucking cool. That's, like, the coolest thing you do. That's the only cool thing you do, but why, Zach? man? Zach, focus. Sorry, yep, focus. Gotta focus. Thanks, focus. Evelyn. Focus. Um, okay, so you heard the sound of wood cracking. You heard it sound like something hit the ground. 
Was yeah, there anything yeah. else? Okay, what was the general direction of Cracky Wood Sound? Well, here. And he looks up and he goes, huh. And you kind of can follow his gaze and at the back of the, the mansion, there's a wooden lattice work that leads all the way up to the very top of the mansion. And sure enough, there is one little part that is broken off. Um, is there glass outside that would um, show that like it was an exit or an entrance sort of thing? Oh, uh, no. Um, it, it's, it was broken as if it was trying to bear weight because it's just like a light little wooden lattice thing. Okay. And it looks mm. like someone had broken off the bottom trying to walk up. Uh, okay, uh, should we... Okay, we're gonna look around and see where we need to go. Uh, okay, maybe there's something, something. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, we might be able to tell if we look at it if it was broken more trying to get up or coming down. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something. Uh, Zach is going to walk up to the latticework and, uh-huh. uh, take two nearby sticks, if there are any. Uh-huh. And start, like, drumming out, like, a drum beat. Like a do 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 do, and I don't know. Uh-huh. Can I like try to gaze into the abyss to see if I can <laughs> <laughs> with my negative one? Oh man, we're all like, where's this going? Oh, so yeah, I, I was so curious. Uh, yeah, let's um, fuck it. Yeah, roll dark. Let's see. Oh, I thought he was waiting for it to respond. Like do do. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Uh, that's a five and a four is nine minus one is eight. Eight. Okay, so choose one. The visions are confusing and alarming. The visions are lucid and detailed, but they leave you with one condition. Uh, I'll go with the condition. So your condition will be exhausted. So as you start to jerk drum and I guess get into the music. <laughs> Just gets like way I, into it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess the music takes you home. As you start drumming to focus, I'm gonna kind of like do this. As you're playing, you're looking up at the lattice working around, just using the music to center you and focus you. And you're gonna do a little bit like an Aragorn thing, I think. So like you're gonna kind of play the situation out through your head based on what you're looking at. So as you're just like jamming out on this drum, uh, well, not actually on this drum, on this wooden lattice work, you're looking around and you see some footprints in the mud that are around you. You see some smaller footprints and some bigger ones. And you see that the bigger ones are behind the small ones. And then the small ones stop. And these big ones actually head towards you up on this lattice work. And now that you're really looking, you can see bits of mud going up on this lattice work clearly where this thing had broken off. And as you drum faster and faster, you look down and through the shrubs, you find the broken piece of lattice that looks like someone had pressed their boot down, climbing upwards, and it broke off underneath their foot. And after you're done playing, you are fucking exhausted. Oh, jeez. Because um, you've just, like, looked at it so much and you're really tired. But based on as you were looking at the, the kind of walking up, you see the mud goes all the way up to the roof just about. Guys, mud, up here. Uh, he's going to start climbing, but, like, out of breath. Evelyn's going to follow him. <laughs> cool. I'm going to have you roll. Evelyn, you're not drained, so you can do it. I'm going to okay. say, um, Zach, you are going to do this in half the time because you're pretty fucking tired. Okay. Can, can I, like, follow behind him trying to, like, I don't know, support him or be there in case he falls? Like... You can follow behind him. It just means that you're going to be twice as long as well. I feel like she would tell he was drained, so yeah, she's gonna follow behind him, trying to make sure he gets up there safely. So your buddies are gonna go, okay, we're 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 gonna go find you, someone to call. You you got this, man. Dude, oh, come with us, man. What are you doing? 
I don't do heights, man. And uh, no, you know, being a kill—that's not my scene. I'm a—I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I'm gonna go get real people to help. Okay? Okay. Uh, see if you can find uh the big beefy dude. Uh, his name's Bullsteel. Oh, and if you want to be sneaky about things, uh, I think he put it in his like left uh butt pocket. Uh, that's where the weed is, dude. All right, I'm gonna try my best. Let's go, Brian! And oh, Brian's shit. like, do you think that this beak looks good? And he gets, like, pulled away. And you are both climbing the lattice very slowly, because you're leading, Zach. And uh, it's, like, every every step is, um, it's pretty difficult anyway, so you're just not going very quick. So as you all make, so as you make your way up, back to our other characters up on the rooftop already. Uh, what do you all want to do? Elizabeth, Elizabeth is going to kind of, you know, sniff the air to see if she can pick up on the, the scent uh, again. Something smell good, Dr. Egan? Okay, so yeah, as you sniff the cool night air, yeah, you can smell Leo's blood, and it's out here. It's close. Mm. And do I do I sense it in, like, a, a different direction? Like, right or left? It's hard to tell because the wind is blowing. Mm. Okay. But um, you pick it up out here. Iris is going to go to a shrub. Okay. So you go to a shrub. Uh, this one is cut in the shape of a hippopotamus's mouth opening up. <laughs> <laughs> she, um... She pats it on the head, the hippo on the head, and just whispers, Hi, I'm Iris. Hello. <gasps> Hi. You swear that, like, as it said that, like, some, like, leaves, like, fell out of its mouth as if it was trying to move. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Animal, um, my friends and I are looking for a girl and maybe a very bad man. Do, have you seen anything? Do you mean the two that came up here making all sorts of noise? Was it good noises or bad noises? It's hard to tell with you humans because you make weird noises. <laughs> yeah, humans do make weird noises. Where did they go? They're still here. What? They're still here. Where? I do not know. I do not have eyes. They're still here, and just starts looking wildly around. She's like, guys, what? guys, they're still here. The, uh, two people who were, ma were making noise were still here. Shh. Oh, oh shh. <laughs> how, how did you know that they were here? Um, and she points to the hippo. Boy, you can't hear that, though, Egan. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iris literally goes, shh, to the hippo, like, thinking they can hear. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And, and Elizabeth leans over to the cane and is like, is this normal? I have never, I, dude, I met her like a few hours ago. I've never seen this. <laughs> okay, all right. It's kind of... Well, I, I can confirm. I, I believe that the murderer is still here, too. Yeah, I, I'll, right, I'll we... trust your gut and her something. <laughs> yeah, just trust me. <laughs> what's what's kind of, like, is it just sort of a line of... Um, uh, bushes and then the the statuettes all over yeah like there are several rows so like for someone okay. to hide like it would be relatively easily okay okay yes she says to them i think we need to split up and find out i think there might be down one of these rows <gasps> okay just be careful okay yeah yeah good idea and then i i go over to iris and i hold her hand i'm like don't worry we're not gonna split up <gasps> and she like squeezes his hand back and she says good <laughs> okay, fine. You too, go to. Oh, go sorry. That was uh, that was supposed to be quiet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're stage whispering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you two go over there, and why don't you look down the 
down the rows, and I'll go down these rows over here. Sure. Okay, be, care- be careful, okay? Don't worry, I'll be fine. I point to the unicorn statues um, and tell Iris, I'm like, I think we should go that way. She just nods. <laughs> I'll lead the way. I wouldn't want you to get hurt. Yeah. She grabs hold of his like um, his arm and is like clearly feeling his muscles as she's grabbing it. <laughs> and and he's like low key flexing because he knows. To... <laughs> oh my yeah, she's not subtle. <laughs> and as soon as you link arms, Kane, you feel that familiar prickle on the back of your neck. Hey, Iris, I I know we're kind of in the middle of uh, trying to solve a murder, but <laughs> how? Wait, quick question: How did you hurt yourself before again? I ran into a door because I was going too fast ahead. Right. Um, but when you whacked your face off that door, it looked like it kind of hurt. I think I should I should come over and I, I should take a look at that for you. A wicked smile comes on her, <laughs> over her face, and she's like, I 100% agree. And then she leans up and whispers in his ear, also, I have a hot tub. Oh. <laughs> my. <laughs> God. <laughs> He said that, too. He's like, oh, my. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> and you you, you hear um, inside your head, Kane. good boy. Oh, no. And, and yeah, Kane just kind of, like, scratches the back of his neck. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you three will break up into two groups. So let's just arbitrarily mm-hmm. say Kane and Iris, you take the right side, and Dr. Elizabeth Egan, you take the left side. So, Egan, as you're weaving through your side, you notice that the scent of Leo's blood is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Okay. So do I see any any statues or anything where like, they would most likely be hiding behind? Yeah, so you do see a shrub that looks to be carved into the shape of a panther, kind of like mid-stalk as it's taking some steps, and it's got a significant amount of shrubs kind of flanking it on either right, side. So and from right. behind it, you hear. So I just gotta, I just gotta do this. I just, I'm so close. I'm so close. I can do it. I can save them. <laughs> so she, she, gen- she, she very quietly walks over and tries to, to get around kind of the the area so that she can kind of pounce essentially (laughs) surprise him (laughs) yeah so the way this looks just with the shrubs around the statue if you were to go on either side of the shrubs it would be about 10 feet away from the statue so the element of surprise wouldn't be as strong but uh the option there is an option to go over the statue Mm -hmm. should you choose to do that so what do you want to do oh okay i see all right yeah i'm gonna go on top i'm gonna go on top of the statue and jump jump on him from from the top Yes, Kim. Uh, let's roll hold steady. So it's very tense situation. So roll plus two. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. So that's a twelve. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yes. So describe how you want to get up on the statue. All right. So it's a panther mid stock. So I'm just going. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of like crawl up on on the back, and kind of look down because I'm assuming like uh, the panther's sort of like the the back of the panther would be the top part of the statue, right? Yes. So just gonna st- sort of stand on that and look over, kind of, kind of, kind of on her uh, on all fours, almost like like she's the stalking panther. Mm, totally. <laughs> and you do that so quietly, like it's yes. like he, he doesn't hear shit. But what you do see is the back of somebody's head clearly wearing a mask in a tuxedo, and they have a knife that's already well covered in dried blood, mm. slowly running up and down the cheek of. Um, a young woman dressed all in black 
with pale mm. skin and black lipstick. And um, she doesn't seem to be crying. She seems to just be locked eyes with him with this fucking, like, defiant fuck you stare. And does she see me? Her eyes glide just really quickly. And, and you see that she clocks you and she shifts her eyes back to him. And and I kind of put up my, my finger... Um, so I'm like, sh- you know, kind of making a sh- sound or cool. a gesture. Oh, how is he just going to do this? <laughs> you and, hear him kind of like talking to himself and her. Okay. And I'm going to position myself so that when I jump down from the statue, I land behind him. Yeah. I'm going to, because you rolled a 12, you do just like jump down and like, you don't even make, it's just like the quietest, just like barely a leaf moves out of the way. Yes. In, in my heels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I take my left arm and put it around his neck and then grab the knife. I'm assuming, is he is he right-handed? He is. Okay, so I grab with my right hand, I grab the hand with his knife and pull pull his arm back. I'm going to make you roll volatile. Got it. Come on, kid. And, oh, yeah. Okay, so that is a 10. Yes. Okay, so you get to choose one. So it's the harm is great, add one, you gain one string on them, or they need to roll hold steady before they can retaliate, and that's during this scene. The harm is great, or whatever, the extra harm. Oh boy, yeah, okay, so you put your, like, <laughs> you throw your arm around and you just start squeezing. You kind of manage to throw your, your arm, like, over his, like, neck and then his chest, almost, like, across his body. Yeah. And as you squeeze, you feel his top rib literally shatter. Ooh. And just with this like grunt of pain, you see a cough and blood kind of hits the Jabberwocky mask oh, in the front and like squirts out on either side, hitting you. Um, some oh. of his blood hits hits your arm and you can just smell his blood, mm. which is A positive. And <laughs> you're ruining my blazer. Yeah, yeah, you can just smell his blood and just in a quick move though, he swings around his knife and he stabs you in the side. And you're going to take one harm as you have a knife hanging out of your ribs. Um, and and in that moment, he breaks free, grabs Alexis, and just starts running and dragging her across the floor. As that happens, Zach and Evelyn, you just get over the top of the roof, and you are looking face-to-face with a large figure in a tuxedo with a blood-covered Jabberwocky mask holding Alexis. And he picks up Alexis and he kind of throws himself back. So you're almost all three of you, all three groups are making a triangle. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out another knife and he holds it up to Alexis's throat. Whoa, man. Whoa, whoa. I'm going to pull out my, um, the scrunchie again. Oh, that's good. That's I'm going to concentrate really hard and I want to try to use the hex Wither. Mm, uh, wither? Is uh, it's a hex that makes them lose their hair or their teeth, <laughs> or they have their period at an unexpected time and it's heavy, or their skin gets all sickly and yellow and spotty. Whatever the specifics, oh it's bad. Yep. So what do you want to do to him? Okay, I rolled a nine. Partial success. Yes, partial success. So I am focusing on his hand that is holding the knife. Okay. I want there to be a burning sensation in it. Something that's going to make him want to drop the knife. Ooh, okay. Yeah, like a, a really intense poison ivy rash. Yeah, like okay. Maybe some, cool. like, maybe some little boils starting to appear on his hand. Okay, and what's the side effect that you want to choose? The casting does you one harm, the hex has a weird side effect, or you trigger your darkest self. You oh, know what? Geez. I'm going to go with weird side effect again. Cool, okay. 
Um, you're gonna do this, but it's gonna give his other arm super strength. Oh my! <laughs> oh, good. Are you gonna chant with your eyes, or what are you gonna do with this? Are you gonna use a sympathy token, or are you chanting? Mm, you know what? I am gonna be chanting. Cool. So you lock eyes with him, and you are chanting your ritual. What kind of like is is your chant more like musical? Is it more like Latin? Like just kind of like what what essence of sound does your chant have? It's definitely language based. I would say like Latin or some other really you know old language that not many people would be able to to understand or translate. <laughs> yeah, some like ancient Mesopotamian that you're reading. Cool. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so as you just start rattling off ancient Mesopotamian hexes, you see that uh, his hand kind of like starts to, to twitch and, and he breaks eye contact and you see just this red rash and like these little boils start to go all over his hand and the boils are kind of like growing and exploding at like different points and he's just shrieking in fear and he drops his knife with the other hand. He grabs Alexis and swings her backwards and he's running back as he's shaking his hand away and he's looking like a really shitty, trying to keep himself up and he finally gets to a part of the balcony where he holds Alexis by her shirt scruff over the mansion. And he is still spitting out blood, and he whips off his mask to finally breathe, and a big pool of blood spills out that have been pooling in the mask. Oh. He turns around, and you see Coffee Bob. What? <gasps> what? Coffee Bob! Coffee, yes! Coffee fucking Bob? <laughs> yes! <laughs> what? Hey there, thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad, Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective. Grow with us.